0: So I've had a couple of emails and comments about, like, what's the bad stuff that can happen with the Simon Necronomicon? I believe I've talked about this before with different videos and such. So I thought I'd revisit it, and this time talking about, um, you know, the what some cultures call the hungry ghosts, right? Um, in the Simon Necronomicon, it says that you know there's spirits that will be attracted to the energies of your workings, and this goes. Effectively, with any type of energetic manipulation or any magical workings. If you guys have been watching my channel for a while, and I mean a good long while, um, then, you know, when I started working with magic back in 2007, there was that same kind of thing happened to me. Um, but it was more or less shadow people, or at least from what I could tell. That, you know, when I w- when I started practicing magic during the a uh, summer term... In college, I had dreams of shadow people, and when I would go walking around at night, I had uncharacteristic shadows that were literally following me and whatnot. So, I'm a little bit versed in this stuff, clearly. Um, So, when you're working with any type of magic, you're going to have spirits that are attracted to the energy, like, you know moths and bugs to an exterior light. Or if you get one in your house and they start buzzing around at the light in your chandelier or, you know, light fixture or whatever, you get the same kind of idea. Now, are these things threatening? Now, I mean, especially uh, for beginners, that's why I suggest that you make a magic circle, you know, whether it be out of energy or flour or cornmeal, or what have you, you know, that's that's a boundary, and, you know, you set your intention on it, you put your energy there, and bing, bang, boom, good, right? Then, I mean, we all have our own personal energy bubble-ish, which, um, effectively, according to some, you can. Nothing can get into it unless you grant permission. Now, other schools of thought will talk about how fear and believing in things gives them power and gives them energy. These things feed off of strong energy, either in happiness or... Anger, which is why, you know, you can, cr- you can feed and or even create negative or positive thought forms with high levels of emotion. So when it comes to magic and being afraid that something bad is going to happen, well, that's going to feed into something negative happening. But if you are working magic and you happen to hear, you know, a door creak or something falls off a shelf or you hear a super loud bang that sounds like your washing machine fell over like I did... is ignore it. Don't address it. These things are trying to feed off of the energy around you and they're trying to get your attention. They're trying to get you afraid because then it basically produces more food for them. So, you know, there's like the Gadim and the Gula, which... Um, I'm trying to remember my terminology, but we have hungry spirits and even spirits of the dead that are roaming around because, you know, it's the unsettled spirits that didn't cross over, unfinished business, yada, yada, yada. And of course, you know, they can't really eat. In Tibetan Buddhism, hungry ghosts have mouths the the size of like pinholes and they can't get anything through there, but they're still wandering around hungry and they're angry about it. So if they happen to notice you, then of course they're going to come over and wonder, wonder what's that about and see what they can get out of you. And think of it this way. Spirits are non-physical. So we can say that they are not of this plane that we're on that has four dimensions, height, length, width, and time, right? So they're of a I don't like using the term dimension because then it sounds like I'm talking quantum physics when I'm talking magic, but it's really all the same thing, so you guys can hopefully go with this. The idea is that the energy that we manipulate is of a kind of different frequency than you know, physical matter and whatnot. Could this leak into other dimensions or ways of perception? Yes. Could they be perceived by spirits that are arguably of a different dimension? Yes, that's that's what we're going with here. So when we perform magic, those things, they feel it and or hear it and or see it or sense it, whatever term you want to use, and they come after it. And the energetic, the residual energy. Think of it as like, you know, it's if if a toaster oven is cooking my pizza, as it did this morning, the outside of it is hot. Why? Because you have the heat radiating from it. You can think of the same thing with a magic circle. You know, I don't think that any, um, any magical casting is a hundred percent closed system due to the fact that we as humans have difficulty with holding perception uh, and attention on something indefinitely. So that kind of always having to refocus that leads to stray energy, which leads to energy seeping out vis-a-vis a toaster oven that is hot, and the outside of it gets hot, and the air around it gets hot. Hopefully you guys understand that analogy. And then they come to feed on it. Now, these spirits, can they stick around and wreak havoc depending on how your frequency of magical practice? Yes. Can you banish them? Absolutely. you got to go through your entire house, every nook and cranny, you know, with incantations and, so- and uh, you know, sage, solemn, seal, camphor, maybe even do the minu of enki with spritzing water, will chant ea, you know, things like that. But these things aren't really, you know, to be afraid of. Think of it this way. Like, you could be afraid of driving a car and therefore never drive a car. You could be afraid of, you know, the downside of magic and never do magic. Well, I drive a car and, you know, nothing too bad's really happened to me with driving a car and I've done magic and nothing too bad has happened to me with doing magic. It's the idea of you be smart, you be safe, you know what you're doing, and you learn about it so you can be a better driver or a better magic practitioner. The bad drivers on the road that could hit you, it's kind of like the Hungry ghosts and the gula and the gadim and all the spirits that come to, quote, attack your circle. Can you do something about them? Yes. In driving, it's defensive driving. In magic, it's proper protections. Ooh, really good analogy right there. You know, with a lot of these videos, I kind of wing it with my scripts and stuff. So, hopefully you guys are grasping this concept. The idea is, one, don't have t- don't have fear about this stuff. Two... You gotta be versed in protection stuff, you know, with grounding and casting a proper circle and doing regular cleansings and things like that. This is all regular maintenance. You clean your house physically, clean your house energetically. You can do the same thing with your car. <laughs> do it more often than I do because I really need to get in a better habit of doing that um anyways let me know what you guys think about this one and if you have ever had any experiences with any negative spirits gula gadim hunger ghosts what have you attacking your circle or making bumps in the night around your magical practices good hunting